Welcome to the Mindful Dating Podcast, where it's all about helping you find healthy, lasting love without losing yourself in the process. Get clear on what you need most from a partner, develop a dating and relationship strategy that works for you, and practice self-leadership in all your relationships. Join your host, Dr. Yael Dubin, on her mission to discover how you can lead from your most authentic, courageous self and create a lifetime of joy and abundance. Hello, hello. Good afternoon, everyone. I'm hopping on live just a little bit later than anticipated. I think due to time zone changes and whatnot, we're all having some hiccups. We don't change time here in Arizona. So that has thrown my schedule off with all my folks who are in other states. So today I wanted to talk with you about a situation that a lot of women are having with um, this sort of sense that you know, they go out, they date somebody, maybe they get into a relationship and they're four to six months in and it's really not adding anything to their lives. And in fact, it's kind of feeling like a drain. And I, you know, I'm a dating and relationship coach. So I, I talk to women in pretty significant depth about their experiences. And a lot of what they say is, you know, I'm just tired of dating people who drain my life. I'm really independent. I don't need this. I don't need to put up with someone who doesn't add to my life. I'm pretty happy on my own. Um, maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just not cut out for relationships. And they start thinking about giving up on love. But, you know, as luck would have it, they don't stay given up on love for very long. It's not like they swear off human contact. So, you know, they find themselves in another relationship and repeat the same process. And after all a conversation with them, I'm starting to think I might have a little bit of a solution to this problem of getting yourself into relationships and feeling like people end up being really just a drain on you rather than enhancing your life. So if you're a person who's a professional single woman, you're independent, you'd love to have a partner, but you only want a partner. If it makes your life even better than your life is currently now single, first of all, yes, I support that. Secondly, I think I have a few ideas. One of the things that I've noticed, and this is true of Many women in many walks of life, regardless of educational level or professional achievement, a lot of women go for things like attraction or chemistry. Oh, and by the way, this is true whether I'm talking to gay women or straight women. So it's really like across the board. A lot of women really put a lot of emphasis on attraction or chemistry, which is a little bit surprising because we often think that men are more valued for their money and women are more valued for their looks. But when we're talking about like really, you know, empowered, strong women, they often really focus on attraction and chemistry that becomes important to them. They're not really looking for someone to take care of them financially. So that's not such an issue. What they're looking for is someone that they're attracted to, or they have that zing with that adds what they are feeling like is a little bit of excitement. And that that attraction or chemistry is a great thing. It's definitely an ingredient in a happy relationship, but it's not the only thing. And so there are other women who will go for like personality, like their personality, they make me laugh. I like their personality. I feel comfortable around them. Or still other women will say, oh, well, you know, we share values in the same way. We both value, you know, peace or we both value sustainability. But they really are looking at this in a very superficial sense of what those values mean. 
And the problem with being focused on one or the other of those areas, and this is really what happens is people focus in one or the other of these areas and they kind of hope that the other things will sort of come around, right? That, you know, maybe right now it's just this, but hopefully we're going to have this other stuff. That, so that's the first piece is it's like it's partial dating. It's dating in, in dating a piece of a person rather than the whole puzzle. But the other problem is the reason people are dating that way is they haven't thought about their own big picture. They're dating for a part of their lives. And I think this is this is really true of almost anyone, but it's especially true if you are like a, a single professional strong woman you don't really think about a partner as your whole life. You're really kind of resisting that idea. So you don't really think about a partner and how they fit your whole life. You think about romance as this thing on the side that you have in addition to all the rest of the things in your life. They're like an add-on or a cherry on the top, but they're not really something that you weave through your whole life. And that made me think a lot about holistic dating. And what I mean by holistic dating, it's like another way to think about what I teach through the Mindful Dating Intensive is it's like the opposite of this partial dating where you look at a relationship as just the cherry on top, but it's really getting a clear sense of who you are, what you want to create in your life. And this, I think, is what is missing when you say, I meet somebody and I date them, but they don't enhance my life. It makes things worse. I think there are two reasons for that. And one of them is that could be that developing relationship skills is really important and or assessing someone else's ability to have, you know, what their relationship skills are like is important. So it's about relationship skills and either you're wanting or needing to develop them and wanting and needing to figure out how to know if someone else has them. But the other thing is really dating with the whole picture of who you are and what you're about in mind. So when you're out there dating and you feel like someone's not enhancing your life, that's because when you're dating, you're not keeping in mind the whole picture of what you want to create with your life. Like what's your life purpose and how does having a relationship fit into it? What's the purpose behind wanting a relationship? How does it benefit you? What's in it for you? And, you know, obviously science would suggest that what's in it for people in general across the board is better health, less illness, greater life satisfaction, and a longer life. So yeah, there's a lot in it for you. But how does getting that align with your true, authentic core, deep nature? How does this person that you want to invite in align there? And how do you find someone who aligns with you in that depth level and shares that capacity to create the bigger vision, your bigger purpose in life? So that is what I'm kind of encouraging you today to start to think about. Think about that bigger picture. What are you about in your life? What is your life purpose? What is your mission? What are your values, visions, and goals for yourself? And this is especially important if you view yourself as a professional woman who is trying to accomplish major things in your life. What are those things? And then how could having a partner contribute to those things? How could having a partner make those things easier to attain? How could having a partner make it more fun to attain those things? What could a partner contribute to that picture? If you're a person like I am, who's all about spiritual and, and personal growth, 
how does your partnership become an avenue for that growth to happen? So going beyond chemistry, going beyond superficial things like, you know, we both have the same sense of humor or going beyond just, you know, the surface level values. How does that partnership challenge you to grow? And and really here, I'm not saying you're the only one that needs to grow and they don't need to grow. But even in that moment where they are having a growth opportunity, part of your growth opportunity is being able to hold that mirror up to somebody, to another human being in a place of spaciousness and compassion and allowing and supporting them on their growth journey. Of course, they're going to support you also. That's the deal, right? It's a two-way street. And that's what I'm talking about. So when I when I share stuff about my relationship stance on things, my philosophy, what it is I'm trying to help women create, super important to know that, of course, I'm trying to benefit the women involved. This is not really about catering to some super outdated heteronormative value. It's about really thinking about your life as having value beyond you. It's about thinking of your life as having value beyond your economic value and how your life influences and shapes the people around you. When you have a solid and secure partnership, how does that shift the dynamic around you? What does that do for people who know you, who love you, who see you? Like, And, and I'm going to give you an example. I'm going to share like a very personal story. I uh, was a single mom. I divorced when my kids were small, and I decided I was never really going to get into our relationship until my youngest was over 18. My, I was a child of divorce. My parents were super obsessed with their new marriages and didn't really have the bandwidth to be parents and be available for me and my brother. So I didn't want to do that to my kids. I decided I was going to focus 100% on them and their needs until they were 18. And I dated a really lovely person, a lovely woman, um, about a decade ago. And initially I thought she would be someone I would want to marry. Um, really loved her personality. It was definitely attracted to her. So we had the attraction and the chemistry. I really liked her personality. We seemed to share some of the same values, but really the problem was that I didn't have a solid vision for my future and she didn't have a solid vision for hers. Or she had one and she thought she could compromise to make things work with me because of the attraction chemistry and and the other ways we fit. She thought she could compromise on some of what she wanted out of life. And as it turned out, I couldn't let her in to be really a full step parent to my kids. So I couldn't let her in my life all the way. The other problem was that she couldn't let me in her life all the way either because she really wanted, not only did she want someone to marry her, she wanted to have children. And I, I was done with that part of my life. That part was over with. So I couldn't let her in to my current kid's life. She couldn't really hop into that life because part of her kind of knew she wasn't fully satisfied there. And it was heartbreaking for both of us. And how we found ourselves there is that we didn't start with that big picture values, visions, and goals for what we wanted to create with our lives, what we were about. We weren't clear on it ourselves. We weren't solid and firm in it. So we couldn't express that to each other. We couldn't ask for that. We couldn't make that conscious decision to co-create a beautiful, abundant, flourishing partnership. It ended spectacularly painfully for both of us and like really, truly, horribly painfully for both of us. And I couldn't like I seriously could not date for several years afterwards because I thought it was me. And I thought, wow, you know, this is a real like 
I thought she was really awesome. And even this awesome person seems to weigh me down, detracts from my life, wants more than I can give. This is too much for me. And for her, I, I really don't know what her experience was like afterwards, but for her, she was frustrated for other reasons. So fast forward many years, I watch Shit's Creek. I talk about this all the time. I love that show. It really showed me a view of what a queer, what a queer relationship could look like and what a truly fulfilling relationship could look like. And I hired a dating coach and it was like the first time, even though I had been a psychiatrist, even though I had been a life coach for a hot second, even though I taught psychology at the graduate level, I taught college level success course, college success courses, even though I was a doctorate in, in theology, I really wasn't able to put together the holistic view of what it would look like to date in a way that I could fully visualize what it would look like for a partner to contribute to my life and my agenda. And that's what I really want to kind of leave you with is to see if you can create that way of thinking about dating. And if that is something that, wow, A, you can't do it all on your own or B, you're doing it and it's not working. Maybe you need some troubleshooting and some mixing things up a little bit. But I'm just kind of curious how this idea of holistic dating, of really dating for your whole being, for your emotional wellness, your physical wellness, your life purpose, your mission, for someone who can nourish and support you while you go out in the world and offer what you have to offer professionally, someone who can nurture you back, someone who can be vulnerable with you and let you nurture them. What does that idea feel like when you think about it? I'd love to hear your thoughts in the comments. And I would really love to know if that resonates as potentially hitting at some of the reasons why when you date or get into early relationships, they feel unfulfilling is that it's really hard to know what that whole big vision is. And it's super hard once you do know it even to be able to articulate it clearly on a first second date to really see if it resonates with that person to see if it's worthwhile going forward. So let me know if that resonates. I would love to hear from you. I always love getting messages from y'all or meeting with you. And I see that someone's on here saying hi. Um, not sure who that was. Sorry, I can't see names on StreamYard. Really apologize about that. But let me know if that's resonating. I would love to hear more about what you have to say. And you all have a wonderful day. I'll see you on Thursday. Thank you for listening to Mindful Dating with your host, Dr. Yael Dubin. If you're ready to shake up your dating routine and transform your approach to relationships, go to BahiraCoaching.com where you can sign up for our newsletter, pick up your free digital copy of Five Keys to Finding Lasting Love, and even schedule a free call with Yael now. Bahira Coaching is on Facebook and Instagram. Stay up to date with our programs, literature, and watch live sessions with Dr. Dubin. Links will be included in the show notes. Tune in next week when we'll share more about how you can find lasting love without losing yourself in the process.